rush to find love. Um, I could have easily did that and I would have ended up with the wrong person. I can tell you that for sure. Hello and welcome to 40ish and Searching, a podcast where mature singles have mature relationship dialogue. I'm your host, Yannick, and as a single woman, I find myself constantly engaged in some pretty passionate discussions about dating and relationships. On this podcast, I'll be speaking with different guests every week about topics that are plaguing the relationship community. This show is dedicated to single women, 35 plus, who are looking for answers to some of the mysteries of dating. So listen, like, subscribe, and share. Here at 40ish and Searching, I hope you find what you're searching for. Hello, and welcome to another episode of 40ish and Searching, where mature singles have mature relationship dialogue. I'm your host, Unique, and my guest today is Mr. Wesley Eggleston. He is a born and raised in Union City, California. He's a proud Hampton University graduate and is a physical education teacher. He enjoys playing golf as a hobby, and he is the published author of the book, My Football Story, which talks about his experiences as a high school football player. Welcome, Wesley. Welcome. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, today's topic is a little bit different. I am really excited to hear your personal story. Today, we're going to be talking about dating someone who has a little bit of a different background. So why don't you let us know what it is that's that's a little unique about you, and we'll dive right in. All right, no problem. Well, I have what's called hydrocephalus, and when people hear it, they hydro what? No, but it's hydro, <laughs> meaning water, and then cephalus, which translates to the head. Um, everyone has cerebral fluid around their brains. Um, when you have hydrocephalus, you actually have an extra amount, and your ventricles are actually enlarged. So um, if you've ever seen anyone, if you look it up on Google, if you wanted to Google it, uh, you Google hydrocephalus and you're going to see instantly see people with abnormal heads, almost like alien-like. And uh, I was, I'm going to say I'm blessed. To, I only had a mild case of hydrocephalus, but I have all the symptoms nonetheless. And um, it's definitely impacted my whole life. Mm-hmm. So... How, how does it impact like your day-to-day life? Uh, so one of the major things is that it affects my balance. Okay. Um, if you've ever seen, well, when people see me sometimes, I'll, I'll be walking, then I'll kind of stumble. Mm-hmm. And then people are always wondering like, wait, what just happened? Mm-hmm. And I, it's something I can't control. Uh, it affects my equilibrium and my mm-hmm. balance. Uh, when I was first diagnosed, when I was 16, when I was at the hospital, the, one of the funny things the doctor told me, and this has always stuck with me, he's like, um, when you get older and, you know, mm-hmm. you might be having a drink or two mm-hmm. and uh, you can't walk in a straight line sober. So you need to make sure that you're always careful. <laughs> and that was it was yeah. a funny joke he said, but yeah. like it it's true. And mm-hmm. I can't walk in a straight line when okay. I'm sober. So it's, it's, it really affects my balance that way. Mm-hmm. And, uh, my depth perception, uh, 
when I was little, and this is before I knew I had hydrocephalus, but, um, you know, I used to play baseball and I used to be in the outfield mm-hmm. and it, the ball would be hit to me. And, you know, like my dad would always be like, well, why can't you locate the ball properly and catch the ball mm-hmm. when it comes to you and it's coming down? Well, when you have hydrocephalus, it really affects your depth perception. So mm-hmm. I would be out there and the ball would land over here when I'm standing over here. Oh. So it really, it affects, it really affects my depth perception. And even like the biggest thing, and now, now that I'm older, I can mm-hmm. appreciate this more that I've come to grips with it and have um, done my research on it when one of the major things that people with hydrocephalus have mm-hmm. or, or, or struggle with rather let me say that because it's not impossible but we struggle with it is driving uh you really need your depth perception when you're driving and uh you know i you know i don't want to go too fast if i go too fast and i feel mm-hmm. uneasy and mm-hmm. it, you know i might be stopped behind the line <laughs> i'm way behind the line yeah can't judge it and it's it, it, it's a whole it's a whole thing and uh there's actually a great article on it uh that i love telling people about on the hydrocephalus website um hydrocephalus.org and uh i just it it breaks it down and mm-hmm. the first time i actually read it i was like well this sounds just like me mm-hmm. and i was actually happy that it was other people that was like me uh, that or that uh go through what I was going through mm-hmm. and uh you know it's it was a struggle and it was a uh, it was something I had to come to terms with because you know everyone wants to drive one day right that's just something that I have to accept that I can't do and uh I you know I've made adjustments and you know ultimately I found someone in my life that doesn't mind and I know that's going to segue into what you want to talk about. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, it is. I, I actually wanted to know, as you dated as a, as a young adult, as a teenager, young adult, how do women, how do they typically respond uh, when you told them that you had hydrocephalus? Well, uh, you know, some, you know, I have, I, I only surround myself with good people, but okay. uh, sometimes, I mean, there was situations where, uh, I'm, if I you can't come see me, then I'm not going to see you, and uh, it it was kind of mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, I want someone to pick me up. Like that's kind of the yeah. the mindset that uh, our society has developed. You know, the man picks up the woman, uh, right. and uh, you know, I I mean, I had that in my head too. But you know, I again, I had to come to terms with I that's not mm-hmm. going to be me. So if, if if me not picking you up mm-hmm. is going to be a problem, then I just move on and don't um, associate myself with those women. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that was the biggest concern or, or challenge in dating yes. was that uh-huh. you're not able to physically transport you and your date to wherever. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so obviously it has affected your dating life. I mean, I'm sure you still found plenty of women that were more than happy to be accommodating or have you found it to be a yeah, challenge? Oh, no, I, yeah, I definitely, when I was growing up, uh, I did, I did, I only, I only, you know, I only talked to people that would okay. be accommodating. Yeah. And ultimately now, um, I didn't tell you this, but I'm actually engaged now. Oh, 
so I wanted to save that for this, but I am engaged to a beautiful, uh, beautiful woman who was accepting. And it was one of the first things I told, well, it was, let me say this. It was the last thing that I told her. I said, you know, by the way, I had this, when I asked her to be my girlfriend, Mm -hmm. last thing I said, I was like, by the way, before we go take this any further, Mm -hmm. I need you to understand that I have hydrocephalus. And that means that basically what it means is I I can't drive you places. I can't pick you up. And if that's going to be a problem, then we can just walk away right now before this Mm -hmm. goes any further. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I thank God every day that uh, she said yes. And she was mm. like, I understand. Uh, and I uh, I mm-hmm. gave her the article that I referred to earlier. Mm-hmm. She read it and she got her understanding. And she always asked me questions, but she was accepting of it. And like I said, we're happily engaged. And we're Wonderful. Gonna be, we're going to be married in May. So Yay! <laughs> uh, I, you know, I thank God every day for someone who mm. was willing to not only understand, but mm-hmm. accept it and uh, we're happy. So I can't. So uh, outside of understanding, what were some of the uh, characteristics you were looking for in a potential partner? Uh, so I, you know, I want someone I can be myself around. Uh, I'm big on sports. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't, you don't have to, you know, play, play basketball in the park with me every day, but mm-hmm. um Certainly, like on a Friday night or on the weekend, if a big game is on and I want to watch the game, okay. I want to, I, you know, I'm going to take care of all the things that a man needs to take care of. You know, like if we we need, you know, build something, go to the store, let's do all that stuff. And mm-hmm. I'm willing to do that. But when the game comes on, you know, after we <laughs> taking care of certain things, right. you know, want to relax, watch the game, then we can go back to doing all the things that we need to take care of. And that's one thing that I've told my fiance, you know, mm-hmm. if you respect that. I respect that we need, we, I mean, the game's not ultimately important at the end of the day. Yeah. So we got to take care of the things we actually need to pay attention to. But um, mm-hmm. just give me that hour, give me that hour and a half to watch my team play and we'll, we'll be good. Okay, only an hour and a half? I thought most games were at least two to three. Well, it depends. It depends. <laughs> okay. Hopefully. So what was it about your fiance that stood out to you? Well, I, you know, I, uh, I'm i 30, mm-hmm. and uh, I met her when, in 2020, uh, okay. so a couple years ago. And uh why you know I you know growing up uh, you know I'm African American I'm black mm-hmm. uh, one of the big things that uh, was always uh, a thing was you know have you know have someone who looks like you I love it yes <laughs> and, uh, that was that was really instilled in me okay. at a young age um, and it was and I'll say it it wasn't it's hard to find the person you actually want to be with it's like it's like there's a million black girls there's mm-hmm. women of all colors that are all beautiful all mm-hmm. have their unique story but to catch my attention you have to there's got to be something extra that's or that's going to catch me you know? okay and uh you know i i'll tell you this story because um this is the story of my future wife and I uh, <laughs> uh during the pandemic early in the pandemic 
or it was that late in the pandemic it was no it was october november mm-hmm. and i was um you know i was winding down my day and we we're in the pandemic I, you know don't get to go out anymore i was on facebook you know probably for the 50th time that day or whatever <laughs> scrolling and mm-hmm. i was scrolling and then i stopped on this one girl's page and i'll explain who she is later in mm-hmm. a second I stopped on her page and she had the little video clip of her and her son. Um, he was teaching, her, she was teaching her son how to be a gentleman. Mm-hmm. And I just commented and I was like, you know, that's, that's cute. That's nice. I, you know, I hope to do be able to do that one day. Mm-hmm. And uh, she, um, we talked for like five minutes. Oh, wow. For about five minutes. Um, and let me explain who she is now. Um, this was my middle school crush. This was my seventh and eighth grade crush. No way. And I, um, so we caught up for like five minutes. Like, I mean, we, we, I mean, every time we see each other in passing, we'll, we'll say hi, but it wasn't even nothing. Wow. It was just you know, five minutes talking. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I told her, you know, one day I wanted to be a father and, you mm-hmm. know, have a beautiful wife all that and uh we caught up for five minutes and then we went our separate ways that day mm-hmm. then that night and uh didn't think anything of it um so the very next day she messages me again and says um hey you know are you single are you seeing anyone and mm-hmm. Uh, I always tell this joke and I've told this joke to my fiance. So it's okay <laughs> that I say it. I was like, so the middle school, middle schooler in me that didn't get to date you was mm-hmm. like, um, you trying to do something? You want to hang out? And, <laughs> and I didn't say that because you know, obviously I know she's, she's married and have kids, but mm-hmm. um, that's, it went through my mind. And I always joke when I tell my fiance that, that <laughs> really went through my mind when she got first time. But anyway, uh, we, uh, she was like, no, I, I'm asking because I have this person who's perfect for you. And I was like, well, we haven't, um, seen each other in a couple of years. How mm-hmm. you know, perfect for me? And she's like, no, I, this person is going to be perfect for you. And I, I know it. Um, and I was like, well, send me your picture. Let me see what she looks like. Of course. <laughs> uh, tell me about her. And she was like, oh, she's a, a teacher. She's African-American. Mm-hmm. She's, she's great. She's got, she's family oriented. She's all this. And I was like, this sounds like too good to be true. And uh, she told me a picture and I was, I was blown away. I was like, that can't be her. You know, you know, this doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. You, you, someone doesn't just tell you about someone perfect. I was like, what's wrong with her? <laughs> Why'd there have to be something yeah. wrong? No, I, you know, it's just, you, I would have never thought to to find the love of my life the way we came together. Mm. So, I would, and be, so mm-hmm. before I even told, I told my friend, her name is Rose. Mm-hmm. Before I told Rose, like, okay, you can send her my information. She went ahead and already done it. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Probably gave her my social security number too. <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, we, we, uh, you know, we, she yeah. told him, she, she, uh, gave her my information 
gave Kayla my information and uh, she's like, well, she's going to message you in a second and just be ready. Uh-huh. And then my phone dies. So oh, I was like, no. <laughs> gonna think that I, you know, Kayla's going to think that I'm not interested and uh-huh. I got to come back on blah, 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 all that. And uh, we started texting and uh-huh. we uh, got to know each other for a good um couple months mm-hmm. just I just asking questions that was the main thing we were doing uh, mm-hmm. just asking I I, I want to know everything yeah don't, don't leave anything out tell me about your family tell me about your relationship history tell yeah. me everything and because I'm not I'm I'm like I said we're we're about to be 30 so mm-hmm. yeah, at the time and I was like I don't have time to waste I, right. and I was loving her answers she was loving mine um and November 11th 2020 uh well November 11th I can't remember the year I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I uh I ultimately asked I we waited a year okay um, we, we talked and dated for about a year and then um after a year I you know I um I was like I'm sold uh, I know what I have to do so I you know I made it a point you know I we got to know each other's family. So I made it a point to go talk to her father first. And oh, wonderful. Asked her mother. Everybody was on board. We, mm-hmm. our, me and her father had a, like an hour and a half of talk and just mm-hmm. going over everything. And, you know, I, was, I had to ensure, I had to ensure him that mm-hmm. his father was going to be in good hands. And That's right. We, um, you know, we pray together. We go to church together. I, and I'm not looking anymore. Um, one of the big things too, I asked them, I said, you know, normally people, when they propose, they, mm-hmm. they're ready to get married right away. I, mm-hmm. I told, I told Kayla's father, you know, I'm not ready to get married right now. Um, you got to give me about a year. Okay. Yeah. I was like, I was hoping, I was like, I hope you're not turned off by that answer, mm-hmm. but I'm fully committed to your daughter. Mm-hmm. I promise you that if you give me this time to develop more as a man, find out, you know, where our living situation, you know, where, you know, just everything, you know, cause I, I want to be, I want to be prepared for a marriage. I don't want it to, right. I don't want it to end early because yeah. I wasn't prepared. Um, so certainly we've been engaged for more than a year and uh, our, our wedding date is actually May 24th, 2023. So mm-hmm. this, this whole time we've been engaged and uh it's now it's coming to reality that we're about to be married in a couple months. So wow, that's amazing. I mean, that whole story from meeting her, you were introduced to her. She was introduced to you, I guess, because she, yeah. she had your information first. <laughs> but and you said she was the perfect package. I mean, absolutely right. perfect for you. Beautiful on the inside and the out. And accepts you for who you are. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you had the foresight and just the wisdom to be prepared for marriage. So mm-hmm. you didn't want to jump into anything. You wanted to take her off the market. Right. Sure. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you that's why you proposed to her. But you knew you weren't quite ready to get married and you wanted to prepare, uh, excuse me, prepare yourself as a man. And the fact that you you told her father that, that's mm-hmm. just, I I mean, it I, I just love hearing especially from someone who's so young, like you were in your twenties at the time and you're telling I was about 29, 29. Yeah, you were telling her father 
that, you know, I love your daughter. I want to marry her, but I'm not quite ready, sir. I love it. I love, I love that. And so now as you are gearing up for your wedding and in a couple of months now, you're, you're ready. Okay. Yeah, the, uh, I went from living in my parents' house to we got an apartment now. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm not living there full time right now. We moved her in after we we just settled down and got in there. Um, I go in, I go over there every now and then. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, she's living over there. Okay. All, all full time, and I go over there on the weekends, and mm -hmm. you know, I make sure everything's okay. Mm -hmm. um, and we go from there. But um, yeah, we. Just wow. Oh, this is so inspiring. So ladies, there are good men out there that will make sure that you're taken care of before you get married. Yeah. So, so let me ask, what is the best way that, well, now I can say your fiance because you're not on the market anymore. So I was going to say, what's the best way a woman can support you? But now I'll just say, what's the best way that your fiance has shown that she's supportive of you? She's shown, she's just shown me patience. She, um, patience. like I said, when I, when I told her that I wasn't going to be able to drive mm -hmm. and she was like, well, I'm okay with that. Um, you know, things I do is, you know, make sure I pay for the gas or pump the gas, you mm -hmm. know, stuff like that. Yeah. But, um, you know, just, just being understanding is the best thing that I, that Kayla is for me. Okay. Um, is understanding. Um, I, that's, mm -hmm. and she's, she's faithful. She, mm -hmm. you know, we pray together. We, you know, I, I do everything I can mm -hmm. within my, my limits to yes. make sure she's taken care of. And that's the most important thing. That's beautiful. That's, that's beautiful. Oh, <laughs> there is hope. There is hope. <laughs> so if, if a woman, let's say there's a woman listening to this episode and she's considering dating someone who has hydrocephalus, how, what's the best way for her to do her research? What should she know? Where should she go for information? You know, how, how deep should she dig? What kind of questions should she ask? I would say all the answers are on, uh, well, if you personally, I would say talk to someone who has mm -hmm. hydrocephalus is going through it again not everybody has a mild case like me um again if you if people look uh you might be a little surprised or a little scared uh with what you find when you google it but mm -hmm. um i would say you know people with hydrocephalus are they're not you know they're not aliens they're not you know I, they're not they're not un they're not uh fake people they're not mm -hmm. um they're real people too. Yeah. I just, um, we are people too. And uh, we have, we go through different things, just like other people go through different mm -hmm. things. Uh, you just accept the person who you is. You, that's why we talk about um, it's all, what's in the inside. You don't know just because a person's appearance might look mm -hmm. a certain way. You know, it's not what's on the inside and everyone's different and everybody has a story. So mm -hmm. you just have to ask, um, and certainly, like I said, my story, uh, you can find out um, in my book. Uh, mm -hmm. It's not a, it's it's a, a personal narrative type book. Um, so it's, it's an easy read, but it'll, it tells, it breaks down my story, how it happened, how I found out. Certainly people could enjoy reading it, but um, 
like I said, if you if if any woman listening to this uh, mm-hmm. ever comes in encounter with someone who has hydrocephalus, I would say just be patient. Um, okay. Be understanding. They'll do things within their power to whatever to they can whatever they can do to help. But mm-hmm. there's certain things you gotta have to accept that they can't do. So, yeah. That's, okay. So be supportive, patience. Be supportive um, and patient. Okay, and have understanding. Um, and, and honestly, I think those are traits we need to have anyway, right. whether whether you have hydrocephalus or not, right? We all exactly. need to be patient. So that's something everyone can work on, no matter your age. I mean, this podcast is geared to women who are a little older, like 35 and up, who are still single and searching. But uh, those are definitely good qualities at any point in life, I think, for a relationship. So I think that's great, great advice. Um so now that you are officially off the market, is there anything like looking back that you would have done differently or that maybe you wish some women you know, had done differently? Just anything that maybe looking back at it, you can give advice to people who are maybe in that same boat now. I would say don't rush. Okay. Um, don't rush to find love. Um, I could have easily did that and I would have ended up with the wrong person. I can tell you that for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, I, I believe in God. I pray to God. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I know, I knew um, he had the perfect girl out there for me. Mm-hmm. If I was, you know, I was listening to him, I obeyed him and I was patient. I didn't know where it was going to come from, mm-hmm. but uh, the person, perfect woman was out there for me I used to so funny story I used to when I was at Hampton University we're known for our shorefront um I used to go out by the shorefront and just look up at the the sky um at night mm-hmm. and I would just you know I'd talk to God I, I I don't know where my where my future wife is mm. right now, but I I'm praying for her I hope she's doing well Oh, even in college. Even in college, because yeah. you know, I was, you know, I was single throughout college, and you know, people don't want to be single through college, but I was, and I, you know, I used to go out and look up in the sky, and you know, I don't know where you're at, but I, I hope you know you're doing well and everything. I hope you're on the right path to find me one day, and yeah. certainly we got on the right path, and we met up the way we did as I yeah. said earlier and, <laughs> you know, the rest is history. I plan to be married to her the rest of my life and uh we can go through life together taking it day by day and you know Amen. you know I you know all one of the like like I um you know I'm not just when I you know when I told her father that I needed a year mm-hmm. this wasn't a year to you know what else out what else is out there what you know, <laughs> actually time for me to prepare so I've mm. you know I when I go to the barber shop you know I'm asking you know the married man you know mm. about this what mm-hmm. you, and this happens what do you what kind of advice can you give me for that and mm. I um and I take this very seriously and that's what I you know I mm. <laughs> I can't stress enough when I was talking to her father mm-hmm. I value your daughter more than anything and I want to be prepared so mm-hmm. any advice any books I you know I've been reading books um 
there's this book that actually my fiance recommended for me called Choosing Marriage. Um, mm. That book, um, mm -hmm. there's a book um, by Kev on stage. Um, mm -hmm. He's a um, internet personality. Um, mm -hmm. He has a really good book about his marriage and um, it's just any, every, anything, like I said, people around, mm -hmm. I, and, and let me say this, I, I, um, observing my parents my parents have been married for over 30 years mm. um, and Beautiful. I see that every I see that every day so um you know how my dad has always treated my mom uh has been big in my life and you know me and I have two old, I have a younger brother and an older brother we you know we look at our parents every day and mm -hmm. you know see that love that my parents show each other so good just everything I, yeah you know, TV yeah. shows, right? This, this everything. Yeah, um, that's how I know. Um, and okay. the love that God has for me is the love mm -hmm. I try to show my fiance. So nice. And you, and you watch the right TV shows. You're reading the right books. You're consuming the right information. You're not putting negative or you know misleading or corrupt right. information. Right. So I think right. that's very important. Is like you said, listening to God, talking to Him in His Word emulating your parents great model her parents sounds like yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. so you're surrounding yourself by the, the the best examples possible so I think it sounds like you're just setting yourself up for success I think it's beautiful so as we wrap up this episode if you could share with us where can we find you either online social media and maybe tell us a little bit more about your book okay um well, my web, my name is Wesley Eggleston once again, and my <laughs> website is actually called uh, WesleyEggleston.com, uh, and I'll spell it for you just in case, you know, my Please. last name is a little yeah. different. So <laughs> W-E-S-L-E-Y, and Eggleston is uh, E-G-G-L-E-S-T-O-N.com. Um, uh, if you click on that, you will, it'll pop up, and... There's a link to my book uh, and there's also links to my other interviews that I've done in the past. Uh, there's a picture of me standing in front of my, when I was a journalism major, so it's me standing in front of Hampton University's journalism building. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a whole, there's a whole bunch. I have a, also have a blog uh, where I share different things um, that I've, you know, felt touched to write about, um, as a writer, that's what I do. So what's the name <laughs> yeah. of your blog? Yeah, it's just a blog. Uh, if you, is it on your website? Yes. It's on my website. Okay. Uh, Perfect. It's, all, it's all labeled out. And are you on Instagram or, uh, yes, Facebook I am. Okay. I'm on Instagram. Uh, it's Wesley Eggleston. Um, that's my, you should come up if you search that. Um, okay. Com. that's the website perfect okay and my well, instagram you would search uh, my name and mm -hmm. there's a picture of me in your... <laughs> okay we'll we'll add all of those links in the description of this episode okay. so that way people have the information i'm certainly going to get your book and yeah, I do appreciate your time, your insights, and just what a, a, a beautifully inspiring story about how you found love, you, you prayed for your wife, even though you didn't even know who she was. <laughs> uh -huh. 
And, and you honor, you're honoring your commitment to being the best husband you can be. And you, you did that by going to her father, the, the traditional quote unquote old fashioned, but really the way that it should be done, right? Uh, seeking wise counsel. You talked about that. And you talked about the most important traits uh, in dating someone or being with someone who has hydrocephalus, which is patience, understanding, kindness. So I, I really, I'm, I'm glad that, that you joined me today on 40-ish and searching. Yes. Like I said, God works in mysterious ways. I'm glad you had me on. So thank you so much for the opportunity. Well, thank you. Thank you. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, until next time, I hope you find what you're searching for.